Welcome to the Black Girl Burnout Podcast. Kelly here, and today we are going to talk a little bit more about self-compassion, but we're going to focus in on another aspect of self-compassion, which is self-kindness. And I'm a huge fan of the word kind. I always tell people what I'm looking for in a friend or in a partner is that they're not nice, but that they're kind. And I personally make the distinction that a nice person says great things, maybe positive. They maybe do a couple things for you and they certainly don't go out of the way to harm you. But a kind person engages in action. They are actively demonstrating their kindness to you. And so let's talk about how to develop some kindness for ourselves. I mentioned before that the leading kind of theorist on self-compassion is Dr. Kristen Neff. And we talked about before that she talks about the pillars of self-compassion. I want to focus in on self-kindness because I think it's the one thing that we as black women don't get enough of. And self-kindness is about showing an understanding and a kindness to ourselves when we make mistakes or when we're hurt, when we fail at something, that we cultivate a practice of not being critical or harsh, especially when we're already feeling pain, but that we treat ourselves with warmth and patience. I want you to sit with that. When's the last time you treated yourself with warmth or with patience? Or are you constantly forcing yourself to do things, pushing, pulling yourself out of bed, going through a life of just absolute force instead of ease, instead of warmth and kindness. We all know what it feels like to be warm or engage with somebody with warmth, how that makes us feel inside. How often are we showing that to ourselves? Self-kindness also means treating our worth is unconditional, that our value isn't based upon how other people perceive us, how much money we have in the bank account, who we have as a partner, if we have children or we have the right career choice, that loving ourselves and being kind to ourselves is unconditional. That even when we fall short of our expectations, that we have big, bold goals that we don't always meet, that we still treat ourselves as valuable and we give ourselves compassion. There's actually a tool called the self-compassion scale. And it is developed to really determine how much self-compassion or self-kindness you're giving yourself in a day. And when it comes to self-kindness, you know, want to know the kinds of things that scale asks you to measure in yourself. How often do you give yourself tenderness and care that you need when you're going through a tough time. Let's think about that. When's the last time you've ever used the word tender in your vocabulary? Here's one of the things that I, I realized as a black woman is we don't use the word tender. We don't use the words warmth in our daily vocabulary, in our social vocabulary about ourselves. These words are far and few. Instead, we say things like strong, which isn't a bad thing. We say things like resilient, 
also not a bad thing. But can you tell the difference? What are what do you feel when you hear the word tender? When you hear the word warmth and patience versus strong and resilient? They feel different, right? And as black women, I think I think back again, I'm a reader, I can't help myself. I think a lot about this line in a in a play that I really love called A Raisin in the Sun. And I'm going to talk about this again on the podcast because that whole play changed my life. And it's really a play about a family relationship and what happens to this family. But there's a particular moment between the husband and wife where the husband says, how come we're not able to speak softness to each other anymore? And I thought about the fact that there's such an absence of, so of softness in our community that we're not soft with each other all the time. We tell each other to press forward. You girl, you got this, but we don't talk about what are you doing to bring tenderness into your world? What makes you feel warm inside? How are you bringing kindness into your life? Again, we talk about burnout. There's those buckets, mindfulness, self-care, and mindset shifts. It's a true mindset shift to begin to think about what self-kindness is, what gentleness is, what tenderness is. Those kinds of words are just as much our inheritance as anyone else in the world, that we are entitled to those things. And while we should demand it of others, we've got to start with the way we show it to ourselves. The other aspect and question that this self-compassion skill asks you to evaluate is it's trying to understand and show patience regarding your own perceived personality flaws. So how often are you understanding and patient when it comes to your own personality issues? There are things about myself I just know are not optimal. For example, I'm not a very patient person. <laughs> so it's an ongoing struggle for me. It's something I'm constantly working on. It's a flaw. I'm not patient. I can be a smidge judgmental. They're personality flaws. But part of what self-kindness is about is not necessarily engaging in self-judgment, but engaging in curiosity and trying to understand why do I have a struggle with patience? Why am I judgmental? Oftentimes when I think about those things for myself, I realize that often when I am the least, when I'm the most judgmental and the least patient, there's something going on inside of myself that I'm really intolerant of, that my intolerance for myself will spill into intolerance for others. So I try to be really aware and curious about my personality flaws. I know they're there. And so I try to figure out why I, I'm feeling the way I feel, but then also give myself grace and patience when I'm thinking about them. What if 2024, you got a little bit better every day? Well, when you're learning a new language with Babbel, that's exactly what you're doing. 
And if Babbel can help you start speaking a new language in just three weeks, imagine what you could do in a full year. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. You don't need to pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. I have loved using Babbel. As you may know, I used to live in Italy, and Babbel helped me be able to speak to vendors, navigate vacation spots, ask for directions. It just made life easier. Babbel's 10-minute lessons are quick and handcrafted by hundreds of language experts that you can start learning to speak a language in as little as three weeks. It's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 50% off a one-time payment for a lifetime Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash BGB. Get 50% off at babbel.com slash BGB, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash BGB. Rules and restrictions may apply. Black representation in media means everything to me. Black girl burnout wouldn't exist if I couldn't look to other Black women in this space that came before me for inspiration and education on how to create what I've created. Well, if you're looking for the next generation of influential Black voices, look no further than NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. In this collection, you're going to hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and how people have created world-shifting things out of struggle. I just listened to an episode with Tracy Ellis Ross, where it talked about how she's iconic and she's our favorite rich auntie. The episode was inspirational and educational and, of course, funny. It is important for us to hear ourselves and to understand the power of Black women and their voices and how much we can truly create. This new series by NPR centers the story of us in a way that hasn't traditionally been done. With Black stories, Black truths, you will hear a range of voices as nuanced and as varied as the Black experience itself. And it's also a reminder that our story should never be about us, without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. The la- One of the last things we'll talk about that the scale goes into is how to be tolerant of your own shortcomings. Again, it's kind of tied to trying to understand. First, we're curious about our personality flaws and then how to be tolerant. And let's be clear, that's not an excuse to be terrible to people. It's not an excuse to be a jerk. But it's about acknowledging I do have flaws, (laughs) I'm not perfect, and I am learning on how to tolerate my shortcomings. I will never be someone who's really good at math. I, I just cannot understand particularly abstract math. It's a struggle for me. It's a struggle. I'm tolerant of that. I'm tolerant of the fact that I am never going to be really good at administrative things. I'm always going to be hard. It's always going to be hard for me sometimes to talk about my feelings, particularly when I'm worried about something. These are shortcomings, but 
I understand them to be a part of who I am. I acknowledge them and I'm tolerant of them. They're part of what makes me me, the good and the bad. When we gauge, engage in self-kindness, it allows us to, again, give ourselves the gentleness, the warmth, the tenderness with ourselves that we deserve. It makes us think and treat ourselves like you treat a friend. We become more self-aware. We're not scared to acknowledge that we have flaws because we are tender with ourselves and we understand that we're not perfect. And we become tolerant and patient and curious about our shortcomings and our flaws versus judgmental. And that is a whole different way of being. It allows us to grow as we get to know ourselves better. And there's just, you can't put a price tag on that. It gives us a new perspective and it allows us to be at peace and opt out of struggle and opt into a life of ease. One of the best ways to manage and deal with kindness and developing self-kindness is through affirmations. Now, here's the thing. Affirmations have become, in pop psychology, a big thing. That people tell you, just go to the mirror and say something positive and your whole world's going to change. And some of that may be exaggerated, but here's the truth. Affirmations work. The science backs it up. That there is theories around self-affirmation and self, what's called self-efficacy or how to be your best version of yourself. And it helps to have positive affirmations because it does help us retell our story. It helps us change our narrative. I love narrative therapy. I love the ability to rewrite your story as a black woman, that you are in control of who you are, what qualities make up who you are. And really, you are the author. And what you write about yourself is who you are. So affirmations go a long way to helping us build a great identity. And you can really have two kinds of affirmations. You can have affirmations that motivate you, that bring that warmth and patience, right? You can also have affirmations that kind of challenge that inner critic. So I want to close with giving you a few affirmations that you can use in your life. And my challenge to you is to either write your own based upon what I'm giving you to do or use the ones I'm giving you and inject them in the next 24 hours. I love a good sticky note. I learned this from the TV show Being Mary Jane. I will put an affirmation on the mirror in a minute. I'll put a quote on my mirror, my bathroom mirrors. And I find that it helps me start my day by looking at them and reading them. So here's a few for you to try. I'm going to be kind to myself. I'm going to treat myself the way I would treat my very best friend. My body is amazing just the way it is, and I accept myself this way. 
other affirmations. I accept the best and the worst aspects of who I am. Changing is never simple, but it's easier if I stop being hard on myself. Here's a powerful one. It's safe for me to show kindness to myself. I deserve compassion, tenderness, and empathy from myself. I release myself with forgiveness from today and move forward with self-love to tomorrow. These are just a few self-affirmations that can have a powerful impact. Did any of them resonate with you? If so, make a note mentally, write them down, put them on a sticky. It's really important that you have them visible and each day, start your day by saying them back to yourself, saying them out loud, repeating them. It will have a powerful impact and go a long way to establishing self-kindness. The affirmations that we talked about today are from positivepsychology.com and it's all accredited to this website that really dives deep into self-compassion and how to engage in techniques that will help you cultivate a practice of self-kindness and really self-compassion. I hope those affirmations are helpful and you can use them in your life. That's it for today's episode. I will see you next time and take care of yourself and take care of each other.